Welcome to the Humanity Podcast. I'm Adam Williams, creator and host of this podcast series about humanness and creativity. And if this is the first time that you're hearing me say that, then I've got some good news because this is the perfect time for you to go back to the beginning of this podcast series and catch up. There are 27 episodes so far, and you're going to have at least a couple months to do that because I'm pushing pause on recording through the end of this year, maybe a little bit into next year, but then I'll be back and kick off season two early next year. And by the way, if you get through all those podcast episodes, first of all, uh, that's awesome. And I really hope you do take the time to listen to all of them. And if you do, thank you. But there are a lot more conversations that you can read on the website, like 75 of them. So you might already know this, but before I started Humana 2 podcast in March of 2020, I published these one-on-one chats about humanness and creativity as text-based Q&As. So you can give that archive a look. Lots of amazing people. And look, season one of the podcast overall, I think it was amazing. I'm often blown away by the people who sit with me as guests for this podcast. Everybody has such a tremendous story, and it really bears out when we have these conversations, and people get a chance to share that. I've talked with folks who are living, working, and creating, and making a difference in locations that are from coast to coast across the United States and even beyond. And I've listened and I've learned as they have each shared such incredible stories and insights and wisdom and points of human connection for all of us. And so have listeners in 50 countries on six continents across the earth. And that connection to each other, to the universal understanding of, of humanness and creativity, I mean, that's, that's what this is all about, right? It's what humanity is about. So as always... My intention is to share this platform with humans and voices that reflect a real and diverse and inclusive array of their lived experiences, of ways of expressing their humanity and of making sense of uh, themselves and, and this life and existence and experience and all these things that are going on in us and around us. So I've already started reaching out to pencil in future guests, season two guests, I'm connecting with fantastically intelligent, creative, caring, thinking, and highly accomplished people that I look forward to getting to know better and to learning about and learning from, and then to sharing those conversations with you starting again next year. I am really excited about it, and I want to be able to tell you about some of the people that I've been in touch with, but I think it's probably better if I just hold on to that for a little bit longer, just knowing that all will become known. And in the meantime, for the next couple of months, while I'm, while I'm on pause, on a break, here's what I'm going to be doing. All right, I'm going to be catching up on transcriptions. The season one episodes of the podcast, some of them have the transcriptions, many of them do not. I got behind. Uh, it, it's an effort. It takes several hours for me to work through with each. That's even when I have an auto transcription that I'm then just cleaning up. But I think it's a worthwhile effort, even if a little behind schedule. So I'm going to get back to that. Uh, you can find the podcast transcriptions on the website. That's humanitude.com. They're with each episode's show notes. And really, if you know someone who is hearing impaired and you think that they might enjoy the Humanity podcast, please direct them to the website so that they can connect with the transcript versions. I'm also going to be creating more and more of my own artwork during this break between seasons. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And in fact, I've already started. My wife turned me on to the Procreate app on the iPad, and so I'm just running with that. I'm, I'm creating daily, sometimes multiple pieces a day, 
And I'm just throwing myself out there in this process into that place where I feel pretty uncomfortable and vulnerable because I'm also making this stuff public. I'm posting more or less daily some of that work on Instagram and I've started sharing on Pinterest. So you can follow me on both platforms at Humana2. Another project in the works is a poetry and photography chat book that I was working on at the beginning of this year. And then I set it aside when we all took that hard left turn into COVID and, and more chaos and just all this stuff that I'm sure we're, we're all never going to be able to forget, um, maybe wish that we could, about 2020. And that book is half complete or so, and I just really want to get back to it. I want to finish it, and I want to get that into what is kind of the next thought here. I also recently launched my online art shop, so I want to get that chat book into my new art shop. There's other stuff already there, and right now a pretty cool thing about this is something that has me um, feeling especially excited about having a shop, having an online place, right, is that it creates a great way for you and I to connect further, to further push this thing of humanity forward, Uh, not only for me personally, I think. Like I often say in the outro to the podcast episodes, together we can create a more kind, thoughtful, and creative world. And, you know, maybe especially because I've been reading Lewis Hyde's book, The Gift, maybe you've heard of it, it's somewhere close to 40 years old now, I have a new lens on the power of art as a gift giving. That it's not just about me creating, but it's gift giving, even when the art is sold and bought. And in that exchange, it's a way of co-creating good and generosity giving in the world. So a small digression here so that I can, can talk for a moment on art and gift giving. Sometimes as artists, you know, we feel a weird push-pull between the myth of th- this idea of starving artist, as if starving is uh, mandatory, it's required, and as if it's the only thing we're permitted. If we create, if we choose a path that is creativity and being an artist, that all we're permitted is to theoretically have the joy of such a fortunate, lucky life, but then it's almost as if it's arrogance and ego if we push ourselves to then promote our work so that we don't starve. And in the gift... Lewis Hyde raises questions about the distinction between art as commodity and art as gift. We often refer to artists as people who have been bestowed with gifts, with talents for creating. And what happens with the work they create, how it's received, and and then how it's treated, can determine whether the work ultimately is a gift or if it's a product, a commodity, uh, a matter of commerce. Hyde writes that the art that matters to us which moves the heart or revives the soul or delights the senses or offers courage for living. However, we choose to describe the experience. That work is received by us as a gift is received. Even if we have paid a fee at the door of the museum or a concert hall, when we are touched by a work of art, something comes to us which has nothing to do with the price. He continues, I went to see a landscape painter's works and that evening, Walking among pine trees near my home, I could see the shapes and colors I had not seen the day before. The spirit of an artist's gifts can wake our own. Another essential point of gift-giving, which Hyde makes in that book, The Gift, lies not in treating gifts as acquisitions, as property or material accumulation to just hold on to, but rather to keep the giving flowing, keep that energy of giving in motion, even if it's in a different form, 
And even if it's at a different time than when the initial gift is given. So say you receive a book as a gift, and maybe it's a couple months later that you give a flower to another, but the giving and the sense of generosity keeps going. When buying artwork, however, one could look at it as an exchange of gifts. If an artist is a conduit for sharing creative gifts, the talents given to them, and the artist sells work they create as a means of inspiring and touching the heart of the recipient, the purchaser of the work, then the purchaser also has gifted resources in terms of money, which also affords time and materials to the artist to then uh, sustain that life and to continue the cycle by creating more gifts. So it's, I think, an amazing, virtuous, positive, light-shining cycle that we all can participate in. And so more specific then to me and to you and to Humanitu, this podcast and the Humanitu website that are supported in part by donations from generous listeners, which thank you very much for those who do offer this support, who can afford that. Um, the generosity that's behind that always means multiples more than any dollar amount, ultimately. Um, to know that there's that support, it's that sense of giving to me that then I turn around and I feel the encouragement in the self-funding or in the creating and selling as exchange of gift to further sustain humanity in this work. With the opening of this new online shop, then, uh, you know, for making my artwork available, it, it's, it's just a vehicle, another way to grow the gift-giving cycle that I think nourishes each of us. So like with Humanitu as a podcast and as a website, I tend to create and focus on creating artworks that have a positive light shining element to them. And in this regard, I'm offering artworks that I picture you putting up as inspirational pick-me-ups. Maybe that's in your creative workspace or by your office desk or on the refrigerator or the bathroom mirror, or maybe it's as a, as a way to give a gift to someone that you love. So wherever a ray of sunshine and a reminder to just breathe and to just be needs to go. So in the shop, you'll see a range of my creative focuses. Simplicity is, is one of those key areas for me because I love distilling things down to the simple. And I continue to be amazed, actually, at how simple is almost never easy. It just looks like it is. It's like poetry through visuals in this case because you've got to work and work and work to, to refine the thing down to its essence and then to just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Let it be, which sometimes is hard for me. Sometimes I need my wife, Becca, to look at it and say, yeah, you're done. You're done. Walk away. But these artworks that are abstracts and line drawings and illustrations and photography. And so what I'm doing in the shop is making the art prints affordable. Uh, I hope that it's, it's broadly affordable so that we can spread the gifts and the good just far and wide. And I'm just, I'm, I'm really stoked about this shop and my new creative work, uh, the new creative practice that I've started recently, uh, like I said, on a daily basis. And part of that's going to fuel the shop, and part of that's going to fuel the Humanitude podcast and, and beyond. Um, so this pause from recording new episodes for a couple of months, I think it's going to be a creatively inspiring and energizing period, and I hope that through whatever comes through me and what I create, that then I'm able to shine that inspiration and energy back toward you. And also, one last really necessary shout-out related to the shop goes to Becca. She's creative and talented in many ways. And actually, you can listen to her, uh, to some things from her, because 
she was in episode one of the podcast. But this is why I'm mentioning her now. She has sold her jewelry in various places over the years. And now she's creating new, super cool, limited edition pieces using reclaimed and vegan leather as base materials. And she's offering them only in the Humanitou shop. So that's pretty cool. I feel honored to have, have that opportunity to join with her for that. So yeah, I invite you to check out her work and mine in the Humanitou shop. That's humanitou.com slash shop. Now, onward. Um, what else? There's on this break, on this pause between season one and when I relaunch season two of the Humanitou podcast, I'm also going to be blogging much more often. Uh, short posts, process, and behind-the-scenes stuff from the art studio, and just other things. I'm also preparing for a family move. We are heading deeper into the mountains in Colorado, quite possibly, probably, is where we're aiming. And maybe that even means that I'll be podcasting from a new home studio setup come season two of the podcast. And then somewhere in the mix of all this and the holiday season, I'm hoping to just truly pause take some deep breaths, and to let good vibes, better, better vibes, for a new and brighter year just take root and sprout. And I hope we all have the chance to do that. I think we deserve it. And so, yeah, season two in 2021. I want you to have a great rest of your year, and I wish you well, and and here's to a fresh new year coming soon. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And between now and then, feel free to stay in touch. I'm always open for communication. I'm always willing to listen, to read. If you want to send me messages, like I said, you can find me and reach me through Instagram and Pinterest. You can email me, adam at humanitude.com. And you can subscribe to the Humanitude monthly email newsletter. We have lots of points of connection. Now, as always, I leave you with this question. How are you living humanness and creativity in your life? I'm Adam Williams creator and host of the Humanity Podcast. Thank you for being here for season one, and I look forward to seeing you again in season two.